and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth Main, and me, Anthony Jamas.
Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Independent Music Podcast, uh, the weekly exploration of independent sounds, weird, wonderful, and a few hits thrown in for good measure, now and again, I guess. Uh, that is certainly not one of them. Uh, that's the sounds of Unik Ubik, uh, who are a Belgian-French uh, jazz band. It's uh, The track is called Maximum Delirium. It's the opening one from Maximum Axis, which is their second album that got released today, I think, is when it popped up on my Bandcamp feed. And yeah, they first came to our attention when the man next to me, Anthony Chalmers, played them on this very podcast back in March 2015. Yeah, it's a rare one. Basically, how the podcast sort of works is Gaz gets together five songs, I get together five songs, and then you sort of stand in front and start doing the podcast. And occasionally, we both choose the same song. And this was one of them, because Unik Ubik had also, yeah, had emailed me to say that um, the, their new album was out today. And I remember really loving their first one, and they sent, they sent me a record. And yeah, I said I wanted to, wanted to get them over to here for a show, potentially, but we never quite managed to make it happen. But still a fantastic band. I particularly like the song Five Panther. Any song called Panthers can only be so bad. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Rock Real Recordings, a Belgian record label, who have put that out. Uh, you can pick up a copy, unikubik.bandcamp.com. Cool. Well, first one from me is going to be one by the pop group, uh, sort of post-punk, cult post-punk band from the early to mid-80s, um, uh, finally by Mark Stewart. Uh, and they did sort of broke up for, I'd say, 20 years, maybe yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Came back with an album last year. I remember the single Citizen Zombie. What's the name of the album? Uh, Citizen also Zombie. Also called Citizen Zombie, exactly. That's what I thought. Um, Gaz saw him play actually at Supersonic, but I only could arrive at the festival the next day. But you said they were good, eh? They were very good. Yeah, so their new album is coming out in November, and the first single from it, and it's called Zipper Face. The question is Was he pushed or was he led? A twitch upon the thread. Zipper face. Zipper face. Who bought your side? 
is. Was he pushed or was he led? Sounds of the pop group tracks called Zipper Face. It's the first single off their new album. The album's called Honeymoon on Mars. It'll be the second album since reforming after I've checked my facts. A more like 30 odd year hiatus, not 20, after breaking up in 1981. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, longer than either of us have been around. <laughs> that is true. Production on that is by Dennis Bovell, who seems to get a, a mention on this podcast about one in four. The dub master himself. <laughs> Might be more than one in four. Not only great credentials, but great variety there working on this record. Yeah, it's certainly sort of a... Uh, industrial rock band uh, <laughs> uh, getting collaborating with hip-hop and dub producers is, yeah, I think kind of very interesting you know the pop group kind of have a sort of one that like sort of along with Pill sort of think of them having sort of like quite a sort of dub dub electronic sort of route hmm. and speaking on that subject of dub electronics here's some music from Golden Axe <laughs> yeah not quite yet it's a record from uh, one of our favourite labels Jatari Records oh. uh, Hitomi Tanaka has just put out a record. You can't really find it. on my to buy list as well. Yeah, well, listen to it and then you'll see whether you want it or not. It is a beautiful uh, blue with black splatter vinyl. It's a you know Japanese singer based in Leipzig. Uh, you might have heard her as part of King Midas Sound with uh, Roger Robinson and Kevin Martin, and or Black Chow with Kevin Martin the Bug or Dakebi Q as well back in the day ah of course with um, Go but, from uh, Devil Man and yeah Gorgon yeah yeah but he's the bug sound techno exactly <laughs> Yeah, right. 
how about that? That's the sounds of Hitomi Tanaka. Uh, the track is called Night Walkers. It comes from a record called Karma no Kasari. It's uh, released on Jatari out right now. Uh, rhythms by the inimitable Disrupt. Uh, of course. Uh, obviously, uh, co-founder of Jatari. Also a couple of tracks on there by Maffi as well, Danish production duo um, we may have talked about before. Uh, the record itself, it uh, uh, blends Inca, which is a traditional Japanese pop music, with digidub and reggae and those sorts of sounds. Yeah, I like the sound of that. That's, that's definitely our kind of thing. Yeah, just uh, if you're not aware of Jatari, they are an utterly fantastic label. And if you like the sorts of dub and dance hall that we play on this podcast, then you'll get a lot of joy from investigating Jatari records, that's for sure. A couple of weeks ago on podcast, we played an artist called Aksak Mabul. Uh, played you a song from their 2014 album. It was um, their first album in 40 years or something, give it like that, 35 years. Um, and now... I was sent the track from their new one, which is coming out in October. So I thought, I know it was only two weeks ago. I don't like to play the same bands again, but I really, really like the song. So I thought, why not? And it also fe- features Aqua Surge, who you heard on last week's podcast. So And also Kazai All-Stars, who have also been on this podcast. Relevant. So basically, yeah, it's, it's the independent music podcast dream team here. And it also features Veronique Vincent, uh, who's uh, singing on this so yeah, the album's called 16 Visions of X Future, and this track's called Paysage Voile. Is that how you pronounce it, guys? Voile? Yeah. Paysage Voile? Voile, yeah, that looks like it. Perfect. <laughs>
Veronique Vincent and Aksak Mabul. Paysage Volé is the name of the song. Uh, I think it's an absolutely brilliant four and a half minute slice of electronic pop. Gorgeous. Yeah, so the album 16 Visions of X Future comes out uh, at the end of October and they come to play London in their first show in 25 years on November the 5th. 35 years. Uh, certainly worthy of a second play on the podcast, I would say. Uh, I liked the original one, but that one is exceptional. Yeah, exactly. I kind of, it's one of those ones that I didn't want to play it because we just played it and we just played Aquasurge as well. But I like the song so much, I thought I'd got to play it. And I thought, who else apart from me is going to give two shits? Yeah. Nobody. Uh, three tracks on Cram Discs in three weeks, but they are an excellent label. And we hadn't actually played them on the podcast for ages. And another Belgian label, in fact. Uh, we hadn't played them for a couple of years actually like <laughs> since the original incarnation of the podcast so nice to have them so, back yeah, catching up on lost time exactly uh, i've got a record here that is utterly stunning it's uh, the vinyl is incredible like the artwork is beautiful the record itself me and anthony a, a couple of minutes ago in fact were bemoaning sort of colored vinyl but this one is gold translucent gold with like these purple swatches on it it's a really stunning piece um it's uh, it is playing the uh, two soundtracks of Golden Axe. If you remember the games from the late 80s, early 90s, Golden Axe 1 and 2, being released on vinyl as a soundtrack. And yeah, here's a track from it. It's Neofumi Hataya. Good pronunciation. Uh, De- and the track is called Death Adder 2.
one of the longer tracks on the record. It's uh, the same. and two minutes. Uh, yeah, two minutes twenty three seconds. All the other ones are like a minute and a half at m- most. Uh, it's a uh, Neofumi Hataya. Uh, the track is called Death Adder Two. It's taken from a Golden Axe One and Two soundtrack out on a London label called Data Discs. It's um, yeah, it's they've. It's a label I wasn't aware of until until this came across my path. It's uh, but this is their seventh release. They've done a Shinobi three and Streets of Rage one and two as well, amongst another couple of uh, Mega Drive classics. And we were talking earlier, weren't we, about um, sort of how much we loved Golden Axe? Oh yeah, I played Golden Axe loads on the Mega Drive one and two. Unfortunately, this podcast itself is co-hosted by someone who put out a, a compilation of video game music. So someone who knows exactly how popular this sort of stuff is these days yeah well people yeah uh, there was a great article on vice actually about record labels releasing computer game music and also not just old stuff but new soundtracks yeah and how this guy was saying that he put his stuff up on Bandcamp and he made like 50,000 quid in digital sales for his like he, he did the soundtrack to some phone game remember reading this article uh, we yeah. even talked about it on the podcast yeah, Bandcamp before. yeah yeah exactly it was um, actually Grandmaster Gareth an artist who I released uh, his third record, uh, Magical Sound Shower, copy still available, independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash shop. And yeah, he has just done a soundtrack for a game that is due to come out in the next month or so. Hopefully it sells more copies than Magical Sound Shower. Well, actually Magical Sound Shower sold fairly well. It made its money just about... Um, I think <laughs> I need to do the accounts on that, but um, it's still an excellent record, and it can be yours for ten pounds if you uh, plus postage and packaging. If you go to independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash shop. Wow, look at all this promotion. <laughs> the thing with basically, you know, the computer game industry, the video game industry, whatever you want to call it, is now it's bigger than Hollywood. Now it's much, much, much bigger than the music industry. Probably bigger than both combined. Yeah. So if you think about how many people that means is playing it are playing these games mm. are listening to the music they could, it could be like a this the songs from a big game could be some of the most consumed music in the world of that year mm. more than the biggest pop songs more than anything so you think of if your song is getting sync is part of a popular game millions tens of millions hundreds of millions possibly billions of people are 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 listening to it so you know there's a big audience for that and if people like the song then there's a lot of people who hear it it's quite interesting i was a few years back now i was working with activision who are massive video game publisher they do call of duty and a couple of other games and they first at the first meeting i ever had with them they sat me down and went just so you know call of duty is the biggest um artistic sort of endeavor in the world and they showed me this bar chart of like copies sold, not like profitability, but copies sold of Call of Duty versus sort of uh, cinema tickets for Harry Potter or book sales for Harry Potter or record sales for you know whoever the biggest every band. major pop band put together. Yeah, and it, and it was this <laughs> Adele or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the equivalent like that in that year. But um, the um, bar chart was ridiculous. Like Call of Duty, this huge bar chart, and then. Everything else was just minuscule, barely even registered. Like Harry, the latest Harry Potter film, barely even registered on the thing. That's how big the video game industry is, and it's um, yeah, not a surprise that that comes over to vinyl. Yeah, definitely an interesting, an interesting aside. So we've had some great music on the podcast so far, but everything's been sort of you know quite nice, quite listenable, quite interesting. Time for some nasty one-minute banger from Shit and Shine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
one minute and nine seconds of grindcore nastiness by Shit and Shine. Another hit. Yep, another hit by Shit and Shine. The track's called Kramer Striker. It's from his new album, uh, which is on Riot Season Records. Uh, if you like Shit and Shine, or if you remember his tracks from the podcast, you remember that his last two or three records have been sort of oddball dance music, we could say, like vaguely danceable, weird electronic music, and absolutely nothing like that which is just some nasty, screamy stuff, but I thought it was brilliant. Return to form, one might say. Oh, no, it's no. <laughs> Me and Gaz were at festival this weekend, end of the road festival, we had an extremely good time. And in the programme, a writer had referred to Jeffrey Lewis's new album as a return to form. And we kind of say about how like a return to form is like one of the worst things you can say about an artist. Like, it's sort of like... It's the worst kind of backhanded compliment. You're essentially saying that the new record's good, but everything you've done recently before that, not so good. I think Thank it, you very much. Yeah, it was a, a loyal podcast listener, Ronan, who I think pointed <laughs> out in someone's interview. It's like, people said that this uh, this record was a return to form, but I never realised that. No one had told me that had gone off form. <laughs> yeah, a, so this is most definitely not a return to form for Shit and Shine. If you're listening, because he's Wade. never been on form, <laughs> it's always just sounded like this. It's horrible because he's never been off form. Because oh, no. you're not that's quite the getting there. Because <laughs> his last records have been very good. Yeah, they have been extremely good. It's uh, yes, what a, an old favourite, as uh, loyal <laughs> listeners will know. Yeah, hopefully returning to the UK and Europe for tours uh, next year. Yeah. Raw power, fingers crossed. Look at that huge twenty-one views on YouTube there. That's, that's it. It's got quite a good little video. It's a. I've got a record now that comes from a label called Alien Jams. It's a London experimental electronic music label. Yeah, so uh, I DJ with Chloe many times on NTS and shows. She was a sort of been on NTS radio since the start, doing a great rec- uh, show about electronic music, and then she decided to start up her label. In fact, it was this time uh, when I was doing one of these podcasts on my own, and I played an Alien Jams song. I played Beatrice Dillon, who I think was their last release, and I mentioned and I recommended your show on NTS radio as well oh. at the same time. Thank you very um, much. Yeah. I would never dream of listening to one of the podcasts that don't feature me, so I didn't hear it. Well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> all the terrible music, you know, it's like. <laughs> I mean, half the music is terrible on here, and it's just double when I'm here I on my own. Definitely listen, I definitely listen to that. Right. It's better, but it's better for me personally when I'm not on it. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to go. You know? That's it. So, yeah, it's all, it's all a mystery. <laughs> to be fair, every podcast recording is a yeah, bit of a mystery. It's all, it's all a mystery. Uh, but this artist, RKSS, I'm sure there's a pronunciation of that that I'm not going to try. Uh, the EP is called Cut Off, and this track is called Wave. Thank <laughs> you. 
Alien Jams is a record label I like a lot, but I think that is probably their best release, or the one I've enjoyed the most anyway. It's I must admit, I can't remember. can't remember the other ones. I can't I'm remember. Sure be very good. Yeah, it's all experimental electronics, and I, uh, that's sort of like um, a sort of, you know, experimental house music, really. Um, the artist is RKSS. Uh, there's a pronunciation for that, I'm sure. Uh, the track is called Wave, and it's taken from Cut Off EP, Coming out on Alien Jams, alienjams.bandcamp.com. It's uh, out the 30th of September. I can't wait to hear the rest of it because I think it just starts off really weird and odd and then just slowly turns into this really nice sort of... I wouldn't quite go so far as dance music, but definitely not. Certainly not gonna, intelligent. Not, not going to get a lot of people dancing. No, certainly one. intelligent, down-tempo electronic music. Cool, we've got... Two songs by me left to go, and one of them is going to be an exclusive first play, I believe, of a band that we've played on the podcast before. One that of we our both favorites. very like. Oh, yes. are, um, I haven't heard it, I'm very excited. I haven't heard it either. It's going to be absolute <laughs> brand new play. I've just been sent it a couple of hours ago. So, but to sort of keep you on the edge of your seat in case you're thinking about turning off after this one. What, three, qu- three quarters of an hour well, in? You never know that, because <laughs> can't take it anymore. I was going to mention it earlier on the podcast, but I sort of forgot. It's just great promotion. I'm a professional. Yeah, so uh, uh, sort of keeping in with the theme of sort of um, uh, left field electronic music uh, with Gaz's last choice, I want to play you a new release from Modern Love Recordings, the Manchester label. Um, been going for 10, 20 years at least, I'm going to say. Um, it's an artist called GH. I think he's someone who's been around on the label for a while, but I'm not super familiar. Um, I got to know the label first from uh, Miles from Demdike Stair. Uh, it was released some music from him on there. I think possibly might be something to do with the label as well, but it escapes me. And I specifically wanted to play this song because it's called Yorkshire Fog, and that's where Gaz is from. From the foggy moors. <laughs> from the foggy north. Yeah, that's it. Deuced.
Yeah. Con- controversy. Controversy. Gaz is pretty sure that's the tones of Sean Bean. Could be. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's uh, got a very distinctive uh, tone. But uh, yeah, that was unbelievably great. Yeah, drugs music, if you've ever heard it, that's on Modern Love, GH, it's called Yorkshire Fog, and yeah, I think that's absolutely brilliant. Music is a drug itself, mate, especially when it's as good as that. Yeah, it could be, Justine, our sort of regular listener and translator in the room, said it felt like when you walk into a party and you realise that everyone's way, way, way more hammered than you. Yeah, it sounds about it sounds about right. Juice. It's like going to a party with you, to be honest, mate. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, absolutely wicked. I haven't heard of the label either, Modern Love, but um, Manchester. Yeah, definitely go go and check some of their stuff out. Apparently, a GH has looking during the track was on his sort of from the bit on the border between Yorkshire and Lancashire. Uh, Yorkshire actually keeps slowly claiming more land from Lancashire. That's because we really won the War of the Roses, um, and yeah, so he's obviously from like that way. Cool, great stuff. Um, We've had a couple of really long tracks. I'm going to have uh, my last track play, and it's a nice, short sort of uh, indie pop, really. This is a new, a new band called Croc Madame. I like eating a Croc Madame. Yeah, oh, I love a Croc Madame. I love a Croc Monsieur a bit more, but yeah, I am a bit of a misogynist. No, I think it's about Croc Madame. Ah, well, this is... Uh, this is a uh, this is a band called Croc Madame. Uh, their self-titled debut album has this track. It's called Jeep. very sweet that's the sounds of croc madame the track is called jeep it's from their self-titled debut uh, it's out on 14th of october via emotional response which is a u.s label have they played something else for emotional response definitely recognize the label no i don't i don't know to be I honest think they've released a friend's band or something like that oh uh, yes well i have no idea but that's the first track i heard from them but it seems like they are a well-established label Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. We really appreciate it. If you're just listening to a mix card, you can subscribe on Pocket Cast, Acast, iTunes, etc., etc. If you regular listener, we, any nice reviews bumps us up the iTunes rankings and makes this music go to lots more people. Um, 
going to leave you with a brand new song from the Paradise Bangkok Molam International Band, released on Paradise Bangkok Records. They released a fantastic debut album, what do you reckon, two years ago? A year and a half ago? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, They're probably pushing two years ago, and they've done sort of a couple, like a seven inch since then, and like a few little remixes and whatnot. But this is the first slice from what is going to be their second album. Neither of us have heard it, but we both really like their first album, so excited to uh, share this with you. And the fantastic live band, always uh, good for a party. The track's called Lai Wua, and it means chasing the cow. Thanks for listening. Bye.